It was a real joy to be in London today and to get some time with Nicky Gumbel. Nicky will be familiar to many of you through uh, different ministries of HTB and uh, I'm thrilled to get the opportunity today uh, to meet with him. So Nicky, thank you so much. It's lovely to be with you, time. Graham. Really good to, to connect and, and be with you. I guess most people will be familiar uh, with you from different things that you've been involved with. I guess ALF would perhaps be the most popular and uh, most of our churches in the UK and around the world will be running ALFA courses. Amazing. Uh, we love New Frontiers. <laughs> That's I so good. really do. You know, uh, Terry Virgo, amazing, and his whole family and all of you guys that um, had such a great friendship with you over the years, such an admirer of what you do and the churches around the UK and around the no, world. Thank so, you. It's a great honour for me to be involved in this. Well, thank you. That's, that's, that's really good to hear. And thanks for your time. And um, as we're saying, I guess most of our church will be running Alpha. And um, I guess I've always wanted to ask, did the success of that take you by surprise? Was it something that was planned and thought about? Or did God just bless what you were doing locally? How did that all happen? Well, I often think of um, Luke chapter 5, where uh, Jesus says to Peter, cast the nets into the deep. And it says they were astonished at the catch of fish they'd taken. And they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And I think that's what happened to us. We were just astonished at the number of people who wanted to do Alpha. So we signaled to our partners. And New Frontiers has been one of those partners. Um, and we do really feel that. You know, all, those, all the churches that are, are running Alpha are like, we're, we're all partners together. There's so many fish out there. And together we are hopefully uh, catching fish and um, seeing people encounter Jesus and seeing their lives changed. Well, why do you think it's been so popular? I think there's a huge spiritual hunger. I think people want to know the answer to the question, why am I here? What is my purpose in life? That's the great question that is out there. What is the good news the answer to? Probably in, in Jesus' world, people were saying, how can I find eternal life? In, in Paul's world, they want to know, how can I know God? In our world, people are asking the question, what's the, what's the meaning of my life? What's my purpose? And uh, the good news was the answer to how can I find eternal life? The good news was the answer to how can I know God? And the good news is the answer to how can I find meaning and purpose in life? Meaning and purpose in life is to be found in a relationship with God through Jesus. So there's a huge spiritual hunger, but people, are not immediately attracted to church. Church is like a, doesn't have a great vibe to it for most people. And, but they want a way to find meaning and purpose. And I think Alpha is, well, first of all, the, the name Alpha, it doesn't sound too sort of religious. It could be like anything. Um, so it's an easy thing to go on. Then people come and have food. That's a great way to relax, have food, meet people, make friends. And then you have a talk which is relevant to your life. Uh, all the talks are designed to be relevant to the issues that people are facing in their lives. And then you have coffee and then you sit around and you discuss. And that's what people do. You know, so some people get the talk on, we do the Alpha Film series, that's a new thing, the way we're doing it. But you know, that's quite a common thing. You go around to friends, uh, watch a film, sit around, have coffee, chat. And it's a very natural thing. They don't feel preached at because it's a discussion, they explore. Mm. It's not confrontational. It's not like somebody's preaching at them and arguing with them. It's someone listening to them, genuinely interested in what they have to say. The hosts and helpers don't say anything. They just listen. 
And I think that uh, people find surprising sometimes, that, that um, people are genuinely interested in what they have to say, even if they don't agree. You know, even if people say, I don't think there's any evidence that Jesus existed, people go, oh, that's really interesting. Tell me what... It's the how way interesting yeah, response, it's, yeah, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's how interesting. <laughs> that, I think people think, yeah, they're, yeah. they're genuinely interested. And then, you know, we, we had last night, we had week seven of our course here. And uh, it's so interesting to see the way people have progressed uh, and have begun to change. And their friends have noticed that they've changed. And, and you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think it, it's like just after seven evenings. Uh, but something is beginning to happen in those people's lives. And it's amazing to watch. I often think it's a bit, not like I play golf, but it's a bit like, you know, people say the best, the, the key thing for golf is let the club do the work. And that's the sort of philosophy of Alpha, let the club do the work. Don't, don't try and hit the ball too hard. Yeah. Don't try and hit everyone, you know, the first night with everything. Sure. Just let this process of, they get to hear the talk, they get to make friends, they get to discuss, explore, ask their questions, um, chat to one another. And in that process, they, so often they encounter Jesus and their lives have changed. And then we've got the weekend coming up. You know, people, you know, Wonderful. The, the key thing for people to know is that they're loved. Everybody needs to know that they're loved. They're deeply loved, that God loves them yeah. more than any parent loves them, any husband, wife loves them, any child loves them. God loves them that much. And the good news is Jesus died for them. God has come to this earth in the person of his son, Jesus, and died for them. And when they understand that, Jesus loves you enough to die for you. If you'd been the only person in the world, Jesus would have died for you. They understand that. But then, when the weekend comes, they experience it. Because the Holy Spirit gives us an experience of God's love for us. We know, we feel his love for us. And that is a life-changing experience. And then they want to tell their friends. And they bring their friends. That's how, you know, the next, the course is uh, escalating snowball. Yes. Because people say to their friends, this is yeah. amazing. Come, come and see. Wonderful, wonderful. It's so good to hear of, of how it's happened and you know many of our churches are so grateful for God blessing that and all that you and HTB have done in serving the body of Christ and giving that away so thank you. Well we, I that. always <laughs> have loved my interactions with uh, New Frontiers. I remember speaking at the Brighton Conference. Yes, um, and I was just, there. Uh, were you really? Oh well it was just you know it's just such a great atmosphere. I think the New Frontiers are the most positive churches that you could imagine. There's always, I, I, I've, I've, I've spoken at one or two and always there's, there's a yes. You know, people are leaning in, they're <laughs> enthusiastic, they're, and I just love that. And when it came to like Alpha in prisons and caring for ex-offenders, the New Frontiers churches were the first ones to say, yeah, we're on for it, we'll, we'll look up. You know, we'll meet them at the prison gates, help to find them a job, help to find them a place to live, integrate them into our church. And I think almost universally, the New Frontiers church said, we're up for this. And it's right. such a tribute, I think, to the whole you know, DNA, the culture of New Frontiers, this kind of enthusiasm, can-do mentality. Uh, I think it's amazing. I'm always inspired by spending time with any of your New Frontiers leaders or churches. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Another thing that many of us have been doing recently is uh, the Bible in one year with, uh, with you and Pippa. Uh, how did that come about? How did that happen? Uh, I, I really don't know about that. <laughs> uh, what, what the, so, in January 1992, Sandy Miller, who was then my boss, the vicar of HDB, gave me a Bible in one year. And I started reading it. I've done it every year since then. So that's, like, um, that's 20, over 25 years. 
10 years ago, nine and a half years ago, um, we thought it'd be great to get all of our congregation doing the same Bible passages every day. So January the 1st is Psalm 1, Matthew 1, Genesis 1. And then uh, you end up with Revelation and Psalm 150. So uh, we thought if the whole congregation were doing the same passages each day, then wouldn't that be great for like, you know, people could talk about what they read that morning. It would encourage people to read their Bibles, knowing that everybody else in their connect group or in the service were reading the same passages. So we thought, well, let's send out our thoughts on the passages. So we started to do that. Um, and then I, first year, I, I saw a theme in each of the days. There was a theme that emerged. And I started getting up, I found myself getting up two and a half hours earlier every day and doing it every day, like Christmas Day, bank holiday. <laughs> I got ahead through leap years because there was an extra day. So, um, and, uh, and I started to just love doing it. And I've done that. It's now the 10th year. So it's sort of taken a long time to get there. Then we did the app and we did the... Um, and now I think something like 4 million people have downloaded it. Uh, and I'm, again, I'm just astonished because we didn't set out to do it. We just did it for our congregation. Um, but now it's going into different languages and it's starting to spread around the world. But most people say to me when I, they say, oh, I do the Bible of one year, I know what they're going to say next. They can say, I, don't re I just skip through your book, I get out of the Pifferads at the end. <laughs> That's the only bit I read is the Pifferads. Well, I, I know how the conversation's going to go. Oh, it's great. That's great.